This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. gentlemen good morning good morning that's glenn and ben both fx but one from balkanville how is the how is the uh the balkanville expressway coming along um well we have water in the lake <laughs> and that's what they're putting everybody's posting pictures of they're not showing any progress on our bridge but <laughs> Apparently, we've been told now it's April first when our roadway gets opened up. But I think as a joke, that's April Fool's. Because, yeah, April Fool's because they told us it was going to be opened up, barring any bad weather. Well, <laughs> we got five inches of rain the other day, boys. <laughs> We're pushing two years without our roads being done here in Ruston, and and they tore up the road behind our building and then left. <laughs> that has happened. <laughs> About two or three weeks yeah, ago. Uh, and they left a, uh, <laughs> to, to hold up one of the uh, posts for power. They pulled a truck in there with a cherry picker and shoved it up against there. So we're holding up, you know, because you need a full truck sitting there doing nothing for a month or two. Uh, because you couldn't possibly need that for something else. So. Well, the, the, the best part about it is, though, that the Rita Meter Maid lady, the one that goes around putting marks on your tire and then fining you for $25, $50, whatever it is. They got her now, instead of writing tickets, she's riding around in a golf course, golf cart, taking you from the parking to your building if you want to let her. <laughs> you said tax dollars, baby. There you go. Your tax dollars at work. Yeah. Oh, man. Government is funny, that is for sure. So anyway, well, Ben, good to have you back, man. Um, you know, there's 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 a lot going on, but the thing you intrigued me with the most, because we like to do local things as much as possible when you're on. How do you think you could possibly in Balkanville top Rustin's sports? Uh, well, complex? because y'all have y'all little little sports complex up there that we talked about that everyone is thrilled about having. Mm-hmm. West Monroe. Get this. Hang on. Our new sports complex. We just had our grand opening and we are hosting the 2024 Olympic tryouts for the ping pong. Ping pong? Ping pong. Well, hang on. Sorry. I have appended all professional players table tennis. We're hosting the table tennis Olympic tryouts and for 2024 coming May. So get ready to rock it. Did you know that ping pong backwards is Kanipkanop? It's table tennis, James. <laughs> it's the ping and the pong is the sound it makes. Hey, this is not bad, man. Yeah, exactly. I was waiting for them to come up next. Well, tell me about the complex. What's it look like? Is it a big baseball complex and everything? Where'd they build it? Fill me in. We, 
our sports complex is it's a giant basketball arena, basketball and volleyball arena, but it is right in front of the um, Ike, the the rodeo place we have over here, okay. right off the interstate. Right as soon as you get to uh, um, get into West Monroe City limits. You can't miss a big old giant gray building. So they don't have baseball or anything. It's just it's just basketball and volleyball and ganip ganop. It's a it's a big, big sport complex. So yeah, uh, but we are getting the Olympic tryouts. One of you when you're when you when have y'all had the Olympic tryouts? Well, but do you have an In and Out Donut? Take that, Rustin. Do you have In and Out In and Out Donut? I don't know. You see. <laughs> I'm just saying, we want <laughs> I'm just picking yeah. on you. That's funny. I might like to see that because sometimes they'll hit, they hit that thing like I know, I'm, 50, 60 well, we, feet away. Yeah, it's international and junior players. So they have youth and adults. I want to see some of those players get there. I want to I hear some grunting and see some fancy moves. So. Twisted knees. Well, it, it does get pretty athletic. At the highest level, yeah. Yeah. I want to I see if Forrest Gump shows up. <laughs> you, know, I, you never know. <laughs> I got shot in the butt off so played ping pong, ping pong and all. <laughs> all right, so so that's the big announcement. I, I But they did not build a new baseball complex or anything. This is just, this is just for basketball and stuff. Because, I mean, yeah, Rustin is not big enough to handle the Olympic tryouts of Ganipkinop. Yeah, so that does, I mean, it's going to, you know, at least they're getting some kind of, we'll see how, how much money it brings in. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you this. What do you think about the, the Taylor City Swifts making the Super Bowl? Uh, that's all it's going to be about. I, 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 it makes me where I don't even want to watch it. First of all, the halftime show has always made it to where I didn't want to even watch Super Bowl because all of them is a hype build up on that. But it's just, all it's going to be is shots to Taylor. If, if he even runs down the field to be shots to the press box, the Taylor's will. <laughs> he, he went and he wiped, he wiped sweat off his brow. <gasps> this could be the time when the Taylor's will finish the Dutch later. Oh my gosh. You know, you know I'm, I'm amazed. I really am amazed. She's, she, I don't care. What people say, she is not that pretty. She's average, pretty at best. She's not. She is not Georgia. She's not the. She's not the president of Italy. She's not that kind of pretty. And she's just to me at best okay. And I finally decided I can't criticize her if I don't try to listen to her songs. And I couldn't even make it through one. And they suck. And. And then she's dating some guy who kneeled during the national anthem. Um, and I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, it, it has to be a CIA psyop or something. Yeah. It's just, I, I just hope it doesn't turn into a, it's just a Taylor Swift fest because she's in the press box and she's dating him. I mean, he's, you know, all right. He's a good, he's a good football player. Excellent tight end. I mean, just does a great job playing football and all that. But I'm just, I'm just tired when a celebrity, an outside celebrity, gets involved, and that's all that gets talked about. Every time you see a press release 
in a press conference like, no, Taylor Swift was like, I'm like, stop, please. No one, no one gets there and advertises my wife like that. And my wife's hotter than Taylor Swift. <laughs> I am not going there. I know. I'll learn my lesson. It's all took us once. I know. Well, you said something about your wife. Well, yeah, I don't want to hear yeah, you. She's a sexy thing. Well, stop. When you say that with your sons around, it's weird. Yeah. Her brother. <laughs> yeah, you know your mom's sexy. Right, stop that. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you were talking about the halftime. I can tell you for sure how long it's been since I've watched the halftime. Because in in 1992, In Living Color did a halftime program and you know had men's on football and and they had football. Yeah, men's on football. How can it be a penalty having too many men's on the field? I say the motor may. It's potty time. <laughs> yeah, it got pretty, pretty. It was an alternative to the halftime show that they thought the two comedians that did it thought no one was going to watch, so they went crazy. And apparently, everybody watched. <laughs> he goes, I, I know the 49ers and whoever else it was that was playing. Those are good teams, but my favorite team is the Oilers and the Packers. <laughs> What happens to those football grades? Bob, Greasy, and Dick Butkus. <laughs> yeah. The halftime shows have been called crap. Right. Well, anyway, what happened, though, the history of that was that the Super Bowl was just taken for granted that you would watch whatever was on between, you know, during halftime. And it was crap they were putting up there. So Fox goes in, well, let's, let's do In Loving Color. In Loving Color, we'll have a countdown so you'll know when to go back. You don't have to worry about flipping back and forth, and they pulled like 20% of the audience, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> including me. And, uh, you know, Jim Carrey was on that thing. Well, anyway, after that, they started going to those big productions. They The, the NFL decided they wanted to keep them. Well, they didn't get my interest, and, and I know that Glenn was over at our house at the time. They had the, quote, robe, the, the wardrobe malfunction where Michael Jackson's sister Show the chance. Call me Janet if you're nasty. Yeah. Remember that? You were at our house, Glenn. We didn't yeah. Glenn and I missed it. Yeah. We didn't watch it. We did not watch the halftime. <laughs> I missed it. I saw it. I thought I have a memory of seeing the thing. Now, was it live or not? Oh, no, no. After it's over, you couldn't help but see it. You know, it was everywhere. Yeah. But I, no, was, I, I haven't watched one since that. You were just like, what? <laughs> Since 1992, I've not, I've not, it's been, 91 would have been the last chance that I watched anything at the halftime. But anyway, so, so is it, uh, who is it this year? Usher. Usher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Usher. You know, James, come on, James, keep over the time. Man. I've never it's heard. Not the church, it's not the church ushers either. They're not passing the plate. <laughs> He's a he's an R and D artist. Well, yeah. Some, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I won't be watching it, so it doesn't matter. All right. So, but I've never heard of Usher until just now. I've never heard of a group called Usher or a person named Usher until just now. All right. So, Glenn, you said you have some some more takes on this um, psyop of Taylor Swift. Oh, 
Well, the whole idea that it is a psyop uh, by the CIA and that Taylor Swift is a CIA asset. <laughs> nice. I like that one. We that one was Friday. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. my brother, who is part of Chiefs Nation, he lives in Kansas City, and I, you, you can't, be, you have to go experience what it's like. It makes Alabama football look like almost nothing uh, as far as the rabid fans they have. During uh, COVID, there was a game that was going to be played, and they were they were going to restrict people from coming into the stadium, and they thought. You know, that wouldn't be such a big deal. And the revolt from the community was so they they were going to storm the stadium, literally. They had organized groups that were set up to storm the stadium and just go in. So they said, okay. And so the NFL lifted the, you know, how they had the cardboard cut out for a while. They lifted that for a Chiefs game. And this was regular season game, by the way. Really? Yeah. And they listed it just against the Chiefs for one one game, and uh, you know because there there was you know the old Kansas boys they got tractors and big trucks and they were coming to get they were coming to see their Chiefs period and it was a revolt that didn't happen because they backed off but you know there was such you know there were it was a big deal in Kansas so I'm just saying that the Chiefs Nation is. Pretty intense. Okay, so you have uh, a lot of people who have said, you know, the CIA, apparently, this is not illegal, apparently, but for some time since probably, you know, movies were a thing, you know, when the studios and everything, the CIA said, you know, if we can just get some people to say some good things about America who are, you know, obviously stars. Well, that's been morphing and morphing. For instance, you know, the stuff that came out uh, that George Clooney said out of the blue about Trump being horrible and all this. You know, there's a lot of things saying he's a CIA asset as well. As long as well as Mija being a CIA asset, he leads a group that is has ties to the CIA. Uh, so there you go. There you go. He's got... <laughs> You know, Taylor Swift, who apparently is, you know, Biden friendly and, uh, you know, Democratic friendly by any means. And therefore, there's been a lot of talk that the CIA has propped her, has helped her career. Let's put it that way. Now, if you've ever been to a Taylor Swift concert, full disclosure, I have. Um, Are you a Swifty? No, I'm not a Swifty, but my daughter is, and my wife is, is Swifty curious. So, um, we went. <laughs> okay, let's just say that. <laughs> 1989 tour was in Bossier City, kicked off in Bossier City, so of course... We had to go. Nineteen what? Then it's he, she had a big album. It's called Nineteen Eighty Nine, and oh. it was inspired by all the music from Nineteen Eighty Nine. And she has these concerts. Now, I you know from a business point of view, I wanted to say see what all the hubbub was about. Um, and I you know you can say what you want, James, but go to one of those concerts. I know you. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I don't like when people do that. I don't like when people say that I say things I don't say. 
I think she's a no talent. I, but I don't say she doesn't put on. They don't put on shows. They've been putting on shows since ELO. It has no nothing to do with talent since Electric Rock Orchestra. And so I'm not. I'm not one to say that she doesn't put on a good show. I'm not going to it. But I'm not. She, that's a, she's a no talent. I can, if you do the right well, thing, whoever runs her marketing. Oh my God. I can't tell you how good it is. I can't tell you how good it is. Um, it's it hits everything. It's like if you can design the perfect marketing program, that's it. So that's why she has such a rabid fan base. Uh, also, she's very careful about how she talks about anybody. So she's never saying anything controversial because she has handlers and she listens to them. Um, so you you put all that together. It would be an obvious place for the CIA to insert themselves into whoever runs her campaign. And obviously, the key is that the talk is that the CIA may even be part of the marketing program since they've been. All right. So now, now, now you've lost me. Now, ways. now you've lost me because the CIA, that would be the first op they've ever done that worked. That you know about, anyway. Hmm. Uh, you know that's the, that's kind of like the devil, James. You know the biggest, uh, the most important thing he ever did was make people think he didn't exist. Anyway, uh, the idea is, and you know, I know this is out there that that the Chiefs had a real struggle struggled this whole season. All of a sudden, Kelsey and Taylor are a thing. And boom, guess what? They start winning. They start getting closer to the playoffs that people thought they weren't going to even get through the playoffs. To be honest, there was a lot of talk of that. My brother even said, who's this rabid Chiefs fan, he said before uh, when they they went to this game they just won, he said, oh, no, the you know, Ravens are going to kill him. Number one seed, Ravens lost to the Chiefs. So I said to him before this, I said, I, they're going to get the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. He said, what? I go, they're going to get the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. And this was, you know, before the Ravens game by, you know, a few weeks. And he said, why? I go, because they want Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey to be interacting during the Super Bowl. And if, you know, it sure looks like an op if the Chiefs do win it. You don't think so? I, I agree with you. It has. It's all CIA. It has nothing to do with Kansas City having the best quarterback in the league. I understand. But, you know, I'm telling you this, the, the conspiracy, James. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I am. I am. If, if the Chiefs win and Travis gets on his knee when they're celebrating oh and opposes to Taylor Swift. Oh, stop. And then the Dow goes up to all-time record. I'm calling it. All right? I'm calling it dead. Hey, you break it up, Ben. Ben, Ben, you break it up, you break it up boy. Hey, Ben. Ben, I don't know what's going on. You either need to hang up and call back or... Put on a headphone or something because you're all. Oh, it happened suddenly. All right, I'm, I'm here now. Now you're there. Yeah, you sounded. Now we're here. You, you, you sounded like you sounded like Stevie Nicks. A scenario that I can see happening on national TV that that's for the next 
two years to drag that engagement out. Oh, we're yeah. going to be on tour, and for two years, that's all we're going to see on the news. <laughs> it's going to be The Bachelor, and you're not going to worry about the economy. You're not going to worry about inflation. You're not going to worry about uh, who's who's running for what. You well, you know, I, I, I gave it too long a timeline. It can't be two years because we've got presidential election coming up in November. So yeah. September, September is when they'll start setting the wedding date. And that will take the focus off of every presidential field. Right. Ah, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> I know it's not Friday. <laughs> yeah, it is such a stretch. You know, you know, it's funny. I think I can name three pop stars since Saturday Night Fever. That's when I quit watching. That's when I quit listening to pop music. I can name Britney Spears. Madonna and Taylor Swift, and they had the three hoes. Well, uh, uh, Madonna right now is turning into a cat. So there you go. She's a furry. Uh, you know, I, I, I do. You know, it's she did not handle fame well. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. She did not age well. Let's put it down. Well, you know, you know, I, no, but it, all right, whatever. There was a time. I look. There was a time when, let's say, Anne Murray. When I was a kid, she was big in country music and Mm -hmm. she made a bunch of money and then she went home with her family. And and I know a lot of them have done that over the years, especially in country, have said, "Okay, that's it. You know, there's no doubt that women have a short self life. You know, I'm sorry. That's just the way it's always been that way in the entertainment industry. They're looking for the next thing coming up. And so. What you've got to do if you're in that industry as a woman, you've got to tell yourself, I, no matter how well I'm doing, unless I want to do old lady parts like um, like uh, Carrie. What's her name? Who played Carrie? Oh, uh, Sissy Spacey. Yeah, she wants to play old lady parts. She's okay with it. And uh, um, and the, the flying nuns the same way. She she doesn't mind playing old parts. But if you don't want to play old parts. If you're a music person and you don't, you're not. They're not going to listen to you at all. There. And if you're an actress, you get in old parts. You know, play play the mother or something. But um, Madonna didn't prepare for that, and she wanted to stay in that limelight, which she can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. And and I and and I. She had the handlers at one time, but man, she quit listening to them, didn't she? It's going to be interesting to see. What Taylor Swift boat does when she goes, you know, when she, how old is she now? She's like 30s. I think she's My disappointment is that my daughters like her. I'm disappointed in them. I won't lie. I'm just, I'm very disappointed that my kids have been. You, you got to shake it off, man. Just shake it off. <laughs> my dad, my dad was disappointed. I like the Beatles. And so I guess there's, there's that. <laughs> you got that, didn't you? Yes, I didn't hear what you say. <laughs> he, he said you have to uh, shake it off. Not with her. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song of hers, James. It's very famous. That's what you don't get. Okay. Oh no, I don't know anything about her, and I've never heard about her. I, I, I really have. When, when, when John Revolta was in Saturday Night Fever, and and I, I just. I just I went to that movie with my my girlfriend and we broke up. It was just nope. If you like that, I, we got to move in another direction. I, everybody's just wanting to party in the USA. And then I've, I, but I'm just telling you, I, I think a uh, ELO killed 
entertainment. I really do. I did I didn't hear what he said. I'm sorry he broke broke up on my end. What did you say? He said he just got a party up right in the USA. Oh, I guess. Anyway. Another person. <laughs> Maybe her or Miley Cyrus. Well, you know. well, well, I, all right, here's the deal. There's, there's only two titles that I know. If you want to make me look foolish, you can do it with pop music. I don't know anything about it. In fact, I have to tell you that um, um, there was that um, group. Is it U2? Yeah, yeah U2 and Bono. I, I I thought that Bono was the guy that was in a skiing accident and had been married to Cher. I, I had never heard of the guy. That was, you know, after he had been, apparently been out there, but someone told me about it. So there is somebody I know about now because someone said something about Bono, and I thought Cher's husband? No. Here's another guy named Bono now. I don't I don't keep up with it. I, I don't. And and so, so it, it becomes very... Um, objective for me to look at it. And I say, okay, you look at Britney Spears face and you go, you know, she's pretty for a trailer. And you look at Madonna and you go, there's nothing pretty about her, but there is something, there was something about her magnetism or something that drew you to look at it. And I'm not sure what it was. You know, I don't know what it was. I felt her the most dangerous, all of them, because there was that weird magnetism that she had. When I look at, when I look at Taylor Swift, I see car- cardboard dinner. I'm eating dinner and it's made out of cardboard. She's nothing. She is absolutely manufactured ELO coming to complete fruition. Uh, I, 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 she's nothing. That woman is nothing. And, 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 and I will come, it will come out that I'm correct on this. She's nothing. She is completely manufactured, maybe by the CIA. <laughs> yeah, Glenn, and, and here's the deal, Glenn. With your little scenario that comes out, do you, of course, I know we're all old enough on this podcast for this. When Charles and Diana were getting married, what was that? Three weeks of nothing. Crazy. But it was all about their wedding. That's the reason why I'm saying, do, does Travis and Taylor become the America's they're trying to make them into America's spokesperson. Like I said, she is. That's brilliant. What you're saying is brilliant. I mean, it is. It's true. That it's, there's not much difference. It's our royalty. That's what that is. She she is our royalty. That piece of trash is our royalty. And I'm telling you, I, I, I know that I'm making a lot of people mad at me over this. But I, I, I think it sucks that that just what, you know, and I know Glenn was tongue-in-cheek in this. I, I, Glenn and I will not get into our real arguments. They're fun arguments on this podcast. Uh, I, 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 it makes me mad though that there are people out there thinking that the, the Chiefs win not because Mac Mahone or whatever you say his name is. That that's, that quarterback is amazing. He's freaking oh, yeah. amazing. When you sit there and you watch sports, you go, "That guy's amazing." And we're talking about that hoe up in the stands. Come on, guys, quit taking the spotlight off of where it belongs. That yeah. guy is freaking. Amazing! You're not going to get because, to see someone like this again in a while. Because here's the deal: if you look, if you look back at 2020 Super Bowl, that's all that was talked about was how dang good of a quarterback he was. Because in 2020, the Chiefs won. He's like a, a magician. Yeah, I, I'm amazed at, at where he could put a ball so it could be caught. I, I'm amazed, and, and I'm happy for Glenn that he plays for Kansas City. 
but I, I, I'm mad about this. I'm mad that they that, that that she's getting credit for something that guy's doing and that team is doing and that coach is doing. I I I don't know, guys. I I, I just I just I just get you know this is you got me ranting. Glenn did this on purpose. Did you guys talk and try to get me ranting? Good job, Glenn. <laughs> Gotta get a James ran out there. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn knows how to do it. It's like Katie. Katie can do it too. Well, <laughs> My I, didn't have, I didn't have anything really to rant about. It's a Louisiana. We do have. We do still have Bill Cassidy, so I can still rant about him. I can't believe the Sundance Kid is up for election already. Yeah, that's that, that's crazy. And what? <laughs> And here in Louisiana, I know I'm, I'm supposed to be the Louisiana guy, and I think to get to it, is the uproar. And he was one that was bent against us having closed primaries. And, in for, and for our audience, explain what closed and open primaries are, or do you need me to do it? Okay. Open open primaries means that anyone can vote in it. Any, any, wherever you're registered, you can go vote. All right, then let me let me let me let me straighten it up, okay? Because it's, it's something I've thought about. Open primaries are this: there's one election. You don't have primaries where there's a Republican and Democratic party. It's one election. Everybody throws their hat, their their uh, name into the same hat, and the top two, and it could be both Republicans or it could be both Democrats or one and one. It's open, and so and then at the end, if there's not fifty one percent for one candidate. Then you have a runoff. Closed primaries, you vote Republican, you vote by party, right? Okay, now. And so we've always been open ever since Edwin Edwards, I guess, huh? Uh, we've been open. Huh? I don't know how long it's been. I, I want to say, I want to say that it was after, I forgot who the governor, I, I will remember in a second, the governor before um, Edwin Edwards, they changed it, and that's how Edwin Edwards kept getting. No, no. Edwards wanted to get rid of the open primary, and it didn't happen. He wanted to get rid of it because it was it was. Um, I can't remember how that went down. To be honest with you, here was the problem. He 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 didn't. I think he wanted to defeat the Republican candidate from the beginning, and so he wanted to go to closed. So now they're wanting to go to closed, right? They're they're, they're trying to say where Republicans run against Republicans, Democrats against Democrats. Did, did it get passed? Well, sort of. Yeah, um, but yeah. It, it got all. They had it lined out, and then it got sent, and then it got changed, and then it got passed. Yeah, it got passed, but they still there was a compromise that Kennedy did. Um, that was, as I understand it, if you are not declared, you can vote in either one. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I remember now what it was. Edwards did do it. He did not like how the Republicans got to sit back and, and, and didn't have to campaign at all in the Democrats, because back then it was Democrats controlled Louisiana. And so there would be big, 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 big money on the Democrats fighting off each other to see who ran against the Republican. A Republican would have like Dave Freed or somebody just sitting back waiting for the Democrats to finish. And he would have all his money to run against them. So that's why. Edwin Edwards wanted to go to an open primary. And so who's so so is it the Democrats or the Republicans pushing this open this closed primary? It's the governor mainly closed. He wanted it closed. It, to me, to, uh, I'm gonna say this again. What a stupid way to start your governor. You waste your political clout on something as stupid as primaries. That just to me we got so many things that we need to deal with in Louisiana, and that's what he chooses. I'm sorry. 
I'm yeah, ranting again. You guys got me ranting. It's just someone who got their ink, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, that was the one that, that popped up. I mean, that, that goes to show where our our Republican leadership that's in, in party right now is. But also, the Republican Party also gave the Democrats a ton of chairmanships. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, I'm so, like, so, so, like we have you have the Republican power, but you're gonna still say, well, you know, to, to make you make you feel like you're worthy, we'll go and use some chairmanships too. No. Oh wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, by the way, speaking of primaries, you know, uh, Carrie Lake's running for Senate in in Arizona, and that one's heated up early because she is who she is. Well, they. They had, you remember she was trying, last week, Ben, I guess you probably saw this. Jeff, is that his name? Jeff DeWitt? What's his first name? DeWitt? Yeah, Jeff DeWitt. Jeff DeWitt yeah. tried to buy her off to get her to drop out of the race. Um, and um, anyway, because of that, she recorded him and he, he, he had to resign. He had to resign for being the chairman of the Republican Party or whatever it is, the head of the Republican Party in, in Arizona. So he resigns. And they have you have you been following this, Glenn? Yes, uh, it, it's crazy. So 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 they vote this this gal in who's the now, next. The recording was not recent recording. This was nine months ago, a while back. Yeah, right. nine months. Yeah, and so it gets exposed recently, and so he he gets kicked out or he quits, and they put in this new gal. Forget her name; it's a funny name, but she's an election integrity expert. So they thought they were putting her in there in order to make sure the elections were fair and they have already started litigation way early to try to get these things resolved way early. All right. But that wasn't the surprise. Now the argument is, is that without Arizona, Trump can't win. He's got to, he's got to win back Arizona. That's kind of the, you hear that. I don't know how true it is, but that's what you hear the talking head saying. So, so this woman, this, this election expert, Takes over as the Repu- head of the Republican Party in Arizona, and guess what she finds out? Zero money. Zero money. The Republican Party is completely broke. They have no money in Arizona, and so this woman who does not have expertise in raising money, she has expertise in voting machines and voting integrity, is now having to figure out how to raise money. And I don't think she—if you look at her—you're going like, "That's not the person." She looks like the person who stops you from cheating on voting machines because she'll bite you. And do they have a Democratic governor in Arizona? They do. They cheated, remember? Yeah. Katie, um, what's her name? Hobbs? That's, re- that's the reason why they didn't sign with Texas. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, Carrie, and, and Carrie Lake makes a good good point. Texas is going to shut that border down. So they're going to still come across. Where are they going to go across? Carolina, yeah. Take off your hobo shoes. They're going to Arizona. Yep. Yeah. And and that's the reason why I thought Arizona, Arizona and New Mexico both have Democratic governors. So that's the reason why those, those two were two of the southern states that didn't sign with Texas. I was like, well, so I didn't, I didn't know all that was going on in Arizona, though, with the Republican Party not having any money. I, I, I got to say this. Uh, you got to love Glenn. He spelled Bill Cassidy. C-A-S-T-Y. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the only person I know spells worse than John Hapley and I and me. No. I mean, there's a I spell horribly. 
I will admit that. <laughs> you know, Just throw it. Don't have me write down notes. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, well you guys got me. Is this this is the Jane Brett day? You guys, you guys called each other and did this, didn't you? All right, so yeah, we did while you were out of the room. This next one, we just we planned it. I, I want I want to go over um, next week. I mean, uh, Thursday, some. I want to go over the the, the the litigation in Georgia over the voting machines, but I'm not quite prepared for. It. But I am quite. I am prepared to talk a little bit about um, the um, the litigation over the hockey stick graph. Are you familiar with that, Ben? No. Okay. So decades ago, there was a graph that was everywhere. You saw it on every news channel, including Fox. And back then, Fox was conservative. But it basically showed that climate change takes starts off slowly. And then there's this point where it turns bad and the, the, the earth was going to heat up and we were all going to boil. So it looked like a hockey stick. You know what I'm saying? So you picture a hockey stick and make the gas like that. Well, everybody was using it. And, and, and uh, it was a going if you went anywhere, you'd see Al Gore with it. You know, with that hockey. Well, a whistleblower inside of the climate change science community said that this thing was based on junk science. It wasn't real. It was wrong. It was false. And they knew it. And the people peddling it knew that it was false. Well, this Mark Stein guy, who's apparently, I don't know if it matters, but he's in a wheelchair. um, Very smart guy from Canada. He starts and, 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 and the guy apparently because i again you got to realize that i i don't watch anything mainstream including news so I, I was not aware of this guy but apparently he was well respected and also a talking head all right so so anyway he starts criticizing that graph because of that whistleblower and um so then uh, this this guy michael mann who is apparently the person who was taking credit for that graph. Whether he did it or not, he was taking credit for it. Now, you got to realize that this guy is a loon. This Michael Mann, he's, I think he's got, if, if you were to ask me without knowing for sure, he, he sounds narcissistic, that his, his reality is not like the rest of them. Well, he was going around the talking, you know, the, the, the speaking circuits, and and he was claiming to be a recipient of a Nobel Peace Prize, and he wasn't. He wasn't one. He contributed to one of the articles that somebody who got the Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize. But I don't know if you've ever. I'm in the medical. I'm in the medical malpractice field, and so I read a lot of of medical uh, documents. I mean, uh, you know, uh, publications. And what they'll do is there's going to be a doctor who writes the article. And then there are several people who help him gather data or write particular parts of it. But it's that doctor's, um, his job to to defend it, the publication when it's peer reviewed. It's him. Okay. So for those persons that that contributed, if he were to win a Nobel Prize, they couldn't contribute. The contributors couldn't claim that prize. Only that doctor can. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. So what he was doing, he this guy was claiming he was a Nobel Peace Prize winner. And the Nobel Peace Prize people said, cease and desist, stop it. Just stop saying that. Well, this Stein guy and a few others would not back off saying that this hockey stick thing was, bu- was junk. Now, guess where he was a professor? You're going to love this. 
he was a professor at Penn State during the McCluskey stuff. Okay, so so you got to realize that the president of of Penn State, who covered McCluskey and what he was doing to those kids, this 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 president of Penn State was hiding it and ends up getting pleading guilty to not you know for for not taking care for not protecting those children, contributing to their danger. Didn't do anything to fix it. Had to spend time in jail. We're in prison outfits. I mean, that's that's where he ends up. Well, at the same time, this this blows up over this hockey stick thing. Now, that thing has been completely debunked, guys. You don't see it anymore because of that. If you do, it's rare because it's been completely destroyed. Well, this president cover, if you'll cover, sent, no, not McCluskey, Sandusky. How do you say his name? Is it McCluskey? What's his name? Sandusky? Sandusky. Sandusky. Sandusky, if you'll cover Sandusky, you know, letting him keep keys to the boys' bathroom uh, after knowing he's been accused of this. If this president will do that, you know, he'll cover and did cover for Michael Mann to try to make, you know, to make it look like he was legit. Well, even this, this, this Michael Mann continues to write books and whatnot, even after that president of the University of Penn State is spent time in jail, he's still in his forwards is, is, is thanking this president for all he's done for him. So, so the reason this is all important is that, that the, the, the graph is completely junk and, and Stein had gone after the graph. It wasn't until man starts calling him a racist and a climate denier and a, get this one, a xenophobe. Now, he's from Canada. In the United, someone in the United States claiming that this guy doesn't like borders. Um, it's it's ridiculous, right? So then it becomes a battle of words against the two, and he's calling this guy fraud for claiming he's a a uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner. Well, this twelve years ago, the the people who who um, support these communist things like climate change and you know whatever else wokeness, whatever else there is. Twelve years ago, they filed a lawsuit against Stein. And Stein hasn't paid a penny of attorney's fees. He hasn't paid for any expenses for the attorneys. It's all been funded by probably the same people that tried to to bribe Carrie Lake, just guessing. Same type, same people. Anyway, he hasn't paid anything. Well, twelve years ago he files this thing and they start delaying it. They don't take it to trial. Well uh, the main witness that can tell you that the graph, the one who you know explained why the graph was alive and was stolen, he's since died. That's what happens when you wait over a decade to get something to trial. But Stein kept pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. Turns out Stein's like this litigator, uh, super litigator. And so this thing's going to trial, and uh, the the cross examination. Yesterday, um, Michael Mann, the, the, the plaintiff, was devastating, guys. I Even I started blushing, started feeling sorry for the guy. Because after a while, you know, you get bloodied up. <laughs> but, I mean, listen, he can't prove he was, he was damaged. He, he kept his job because of Penn State protected him. Now he's at Penn. He, he's, uh, he's got more speaking time. He, he, his, his speaking did, did go down. People couldn't invite him to speak, but he wrote books that he's made money on. The trial is, is brutal, guys. It's brutal. But guess where it is? In Washington, Washington. D.C. Yes, in Washington, D.C. 
<laughs> do you have any confidence whatsoever? That's going to be a fair trial? You know? No. Not fair. But but he has just totally destroyed their their credibility, both on, on the graph itself and on the defamation. It, it was all started by this guy. And this Michael Mann, as soon as you, if you said anything against global warming, tried to tried to attack the science of the graph, this Michael Mann will go after you, start calling you racist and all kinds of things. And, and, um, and so he started it. It's clearly, when you see the evidence, that he, he clearly started the whole thing. I would think that this was a slam dunk. In fact, there's a thing called a JNOV, judgment not, notwithstanding verdict. I think if a jury comes back and rules in his favor, the judge who, who seems to be letting everything in, he doesn't seem, unlike, all right, so the, the Trump case with that Carol woman who said she was raped, if you ever seen her, I don't think that a person could get in the erection to rape her. But you know what I'm saying? Well, I know it sounds gross, but I'm just saying, look at it. Do you think that Donald Trump, you look at the women he hangs around with, do you think he would be the least bit interested in that woman? In that case, they held out evidence. We can go through that, too. I'm ready to talk about that if we want to. But in that case, they did not allow evidence in. In this Michael Mann uh, Stein case, they are letting the evidence in. So maybe there's a chance. I don't know. Yeah, Mark Mark Stein is is one of those he used to fill in for Rush Limbaugh and uh, stuff. So, but, but but if it's if that case is being tried in Washington, it's being like Donald Trump being tried in New York. That's well, they, there are differences. There are differences. I and I agree with you now. I don't want to say that I I'm, I'm hoping. Let's just put it away. I find some hope, and this is why it's because they did allow the evidence in. All right, in in Trump's case. There were experts that were going to show certain, you know, that, you know, that there was no way. No, first of all, they, first of all, they was not let in that there was no rape kit. There's they're not let they didn't let in that um, um, they didn't they didn't let her to put in evidence that the dress that she was wore. She claimed she was wearing uh, wasn't even um, designed until two years after the supposed rape. She couldn't tell exactly which day they were there. She couldn't say how in the world did they go into a back room at a very famous uh, store and and he they they then when it was time for trump to testify in advance the judge required her to say exactly what questions you're going to ask and exactly how he's going to answer it that's unheard of then the judge said i don't like your questions edited her questions said you have to ask these questions and he has to answer them this way that's i've never heard of such ridiculousness that that trial was completely manufactured to make it where the only evidence was in was what this ugly woman said, not her, not Trump's type, obviously. And this woman fantasizes about rape. I don't know if you know that she's accused others of it. Uh, here's another thing: it had statute limitations had run on it, so the people probably that paid off tried to pay off of Carrie Lake. They got past a statute that allowed it to go back thirty years instead of twenty. So this woman could make her claim. Now, I want to tell you something. I remember learning in law school, you can't do that. That's ex post facto. So in other words, if I punch Ben in the nose, he's got one year in Louisiana to file suit against me. And so if, if it goes to a year and a half, he can't file suit. They can't pass a law that says, oh, we're going to stretch the, the, uh, the statute of limitations to two years. Now Ben can sue James again. Nope. It's prescribed. It's prescribed. It's over. 
So I don't think that that any of this is going to hold up in court in on appeal, or at least at least it shouldn't. But um, there's differences. There are differences. The way the, the the misconduct of the judge in New York is it shocks the conscience. Okay, this judge in the in the um, in the um, Michael Mann slash what's his name? You just said his name. Mark Stein. Stein case, yes. Uh, in that case, the judge from the transcripts that I've read. In fact, I think I've read it all. You can tell I was ready for this. I think I read them all. I think I read the entire transcript. He's letting it in. His his rulings are right on. You know, there he's he's making the right evidentiary rulings. Um, Mike, I mean, uh, Stein does not make many chance. Does does not make any mistakes. He speaks very very clearly. And uh, knows what he's going to say. He's one of those guys where his brain, unlike me, his brain's connected straight to his mouth. And my uh, mind goes from my brain to my butt to my mouth. <laughs> uh, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave that one alone, Dave. We'll leave that one alone, too. I take a sip. I could just tell you that if I decide to fart, it's instantaneous, but not if I want to speak. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, I want to say this, that, 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 the, that the lawyer is, that, that, that he's a good lawyer. He's done a good job. Represented himself. Um, he did. And so he has done. And so it's going to be interesting to see how that one turns out. Ben, I, 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 I hold hope. I do. I hold hope that all of these J6 and all of these things that are going on in these, uh, in these jurisdictions that seem to be bad for Republicans, that if they get judges who do uh, present, make them present the evidence fairly, that maybe they got a shot. That's, you know, now here's the problem. You know that defamation is just more probable or not when it's civil. So he doesn't have to prove more likely than not. I mean, beyond reasonable doubt, he just got to prove that it's more likely than not, 50% plus a little. And so I, 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 I will say this. It, it, it is, it's, there's a chance that this judge, because he seems to be fair, will write, get what's called a judgment notwithstanding the verdict. Um, in other words, what he'll do is he'll say no reasonable ver- ju- no reasonable jury could have ruled that there was defamation here. And he could overrule a jury at the trial court level. And, yeah. and so I'm holding yeah. hope that that happens. I got, I got a question on the, on the defamation thing. Just see, go, this is going to Trump on this. On this. Um, like the what is it? The the lawyer in Georgia that filed the suit, the Big Fanny, yeah, Big Fanny um, Willis. If hypothetically, say they lose that 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 case, and also the one in New York, they're saying that he, you know, he committed fraud, saying his property in Marlago or wherever it is, Marlago, um, he they inflated the deal, which one. That's on the bank. If someone appraised the how they want it, they say that actually is that's not his fault. They got there and did that. But could, he, could Trump go back and sue those attorney generals and lawyers for defamation? Um, no, and yeah, totally wipe yeah. them out. Maybe, maybe in theory, it never happens. Maybe in theory, I, I know it doesn't. Wrongful, it's called wrongful prosecution. It's called wrongful. Be the logical thing to do. It's called wrongful prosecution, and it's. Theoretically available, but I I can't I can't ever remember someone winning on that ever. I mean I've I've been studying law since 
1985, and I've yet to, to see it to be I'm sure it has somewhere, but I've not seen it. It's probably going to be some local level. But um, to answer your question, let that one go from your mind. What, here's the thing. Um, that's another case where they, they are not allowing. He didn't even get a chance to prove that um, Mar-a-Lago was worth more than $18 million. He didn't even have the chance to prove it. He didn't have the. They, they, he didn't have a chance to put on evidence of how those those uh, valuations of property are done and how the negotiations are done. The judge just said, "I'm run, ruling on summary judgment," and that means that I took everything as Trump said is true, and I, 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 he can't win. And they based that 18 million on a tax assessor's um, valuation. Well, it, it's 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 totally to me. That's an easy case to overturn because he was not allowed a trial. You know what I'm saying? So you, you have to win. When, when you have crooked prosecutors and crooked judges, you can't really win them pre-trial or peri-trial during the trial. You can't. You have to win them on appeal. And I really, truly mean this. The best thing Trump has said off the record, I mean, not in court, but on the, on, you know, out in the, out to the people is this would kill New York City. How are you ever going to have somebody come and invest in the city again if they change the rules on how you value property and how you negotiate with banks and that you could go to jail if you negotiate too good a deal? Think about that. Oh, I need to make a good deal, but not too good a deal. <laughs> I think that's, that's a scary thing for New York. So, so I can't help but think that the, that that the court of appeal is going to go. No, we don't want to kill New York City, you know. But it's but I do think that's wrong. Wrong for prosecution. I mean, you know, absolutely, I do. I, I think that's she's she's they're out of they're out of control. They really are. Yeah. And speaking of Trump, one one thing we I want more Charles' opinion on is which one. Somebody told me that he had already. Picked his running mate, but I have a theory on some of these dr- dropping out because one was kind of strange is when, of course, now you had Nikki Haley and you got Donald Trump, which are the two running because DeSantis dropped out. Now, my theory is when I heard that was, which you've heard that, you know, I've heard reports, you know, Democrats like if Trump gets gets picked or whatever, you know, somebody just needs to knock him off or whatever and anything else. It's, of course, going back to Maxine Waters stuff. But because Trump did DeSantis, and this is maybe a conspiracy theory, did DeSantis drop out of the presidential race? And Trump says, if I get the nomination, in case something happens to me, you're vice president. I get, they knock me off. Now we carry on with what we want to do. You're saying that the DeSantis dropped out so he could be vice president? Yes. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think so. I think he dropped out because he was getting his butt kicked. That's what I think. I think that, I think that's why Ramadama Vandalin dropped out though, to get some type of position with the presidency. And, and you know what? He's going to get it if they, if the Trump gets elected. Uh, I, I, I don't think DeSantis gets it. Do you, Glenn? I think he, no, I don't. But here are my reasons. DeSantis has gotten a lot of uh, positive response for dropping out and supporting Trump. And it looks like he's setting himself up to try again after Trump's gone. Yeah, he, uh, what about, about Ramaswamy? 
Ramadan. Uh, that looks like a play for uh, vice president. I mean, he can explain Trump better than Trump can. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the difference. Uh, you know, now I'm not saying uh, Trump will pick it. I'm saying that it looks like that is kind of what he's going for because he has been asked and now he's saying, well, you know, maybe he kind of couched it. So, you know, he's very good at it. Well, you know, uh, just speaking clearly. So um, that is part of it. But, uh, you know, for me, he solves for Trump. If you're scared of Trump, uh, but a funny solves for that. He's quoting Scott Adams there. Yeah, that's just that's just I'm theory. quoting Scott Adams 100 percent there. Um, so and he and and I can't I couldn't argue when I I I did see that video. It was it, well I did, I watched it. It was <laughs> he was talking and it was showing up like on a closed caption. Um, and I saw that basically, Glenn of it, Ben. What he's saying is is that Trump is a populist and he knows how to get people to cheer and holler and scream but he's not the guy to get down and explain things and so he thinks that that the weakness that trump has is that and that that's the strength of ramadama vanderlake ron noodles and so um you're gonna have to pronounce your president's uh name soon so yeah well you know the more interesting question to me right now I think Trump runs and whoever he gets doesn't matter. I think it's all on Trump. Um, yeah, he, yeah. He's even said that. He said, you know, I know, I can't, yeah, we pretty much know, but uh, the vice president doesn't matter for the presidential race. He said that. Right. So the question is, who do the, who do the commies run? Uh, Michelle Obama, I'm starting to think so. Yeah, I think he's getting yeah. Mike. <laughs> That's what I think, too. Get our first transvestite. Government. I mean, because, because here we go. I mean, it gets right up to the end, right up to the nomination part. And then all of a sudden he trips and hurts his hip. I don't know. Something like that. And then uh, Michelle goes, oh, I guess I'll fall on the sword and become the running and, and, person to run. And so now taking that into account, just what you said, right at the end, right? Right at the end. I mean, right. We're at the convention. That's my prediction. And then you put you picture this now. She she Big Mike gets up there, and then you have this big huge jumbotron up there, right? And Twa- Taylor Swift gets up there and says, "Big Mike is my man." Right, and, uh, you know, and Travis Kelsey says the same thing because they just got married. Yeah, that's where this thing's heading. After, <laughs> after after winning the Super Bowl, <laughs> we got it all figured out. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It'll be, be, be at the DNC, and they go, "Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a very special guest. We'd like to introduce to you." And Michelle, yeah, yeah, and Michelle Obama comes out too, and she comes out as a, as a trend there as well. Ah, ah, yeah, Obama's ah, really ah, been gay this ah, whole time. Ah, ah, She's just gonna ah, come out too. Ah, She's wearing the rainbow colors. Ah, I'm calling it now, baby. Oh, that's funny. What do we know about her past? <laughs> you know, you know. If we're going to go wild, we might as well go buck wild. That's all yeah. I'm saying. All right. So, what about Jill Biden? Jill Biden? Jill. 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 No, no. She's got to take care of Joe. 
Don't don't count her out, guys. I don't think so. But don't count her out. Anything's possible. I'm not saying no. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't think so. Well, I have vice president. Okay. She'll be vice president. I know, I know this may be off the wall, but I still think there's a lot of play behind here. Even as old and decrepit as she is, is Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton even relevant anymore? You know she can't. Nope, she killed it yesterday. She any chances she had. Yes. She she did she went to uh, Spain and tried to do the Macarena. <laughs> You've seen it. She can't be elected now. It's like it's like Dukakis wearing a helmet. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> she can't she can't win, Ben. If you'd asked me that two days ago, maybe no, not after yesterday. They got video. She can't win it. Look good. <laughs> of, of all the stupid things for her to do. That was it, because uh, that's the Dukakis killed himself with that. With that, he 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 decided he wanted to look tough, and so he got in a tank and he put on some helmet, and it looked so funny. <laughs> you gotta, if you haven't seen it, get Dukakis on the tank on YouTube and watch that, because you'll see why he lost the lost the presidency right there. He probably was going to lose anyway, but it was the that thing was over. To answer your question, I think she's a has been. I think her husband okay. is Epstein's island, and I, I think it's. Well, I'm I'm going to throw one more out there, and this is kind of a wild on try. It's probably they, they might, with, with everything they're trying to go with Biden doing, you know, down all those building and where he has to go clean energy and all that. Yeah. His last minute, again, this is again a last minute deal. Ladies and gentlemen, your next president, John Kerry. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, that's out there, but yeah, I know that's I know that's out there, but with everything you pushed the new green, the new green energy, he he re, he dropped out of it. I think he's ready to retire. Um, he's he's also yeah, he's, he's also an idiot football. You know, it's it's no. Yeah, I think that boat has sailed. But I, I wouldn't put anything past anybody. So. I, I would say the governor of, of California is is a viable option. Big Mike's a viable option. Um, I think Governor California is over. Oh, what happened with him? Just bad. Just everybody's saying what we're saying that you know Biden's gonna you know catch his hip on a door frame and uh, then he'll slide in and so everybody's asking about it. And then it's brought more scrutiny on him earlier. Everybody knows it's a grift, and so that's kind of been shut down because of that. And he's kind of backing off everything and. On top of you know the fact that there's prominent there's some evidence now that uh, the Democrats rigged another election, which was this recall vote. Yeah, so. yeah. All right. Well, you know, I do think that the that that Big Mike is the is their best chance, and the reason I say that is this that they can cheat easier with her. They can yeah. say that she's got big crowds, that she's got people behind her. You know. Uh, we could bring back the Obama years and and all those things that that Hillary yeah. is trying to say with well, Trump. Here, here's the running ticket then for the Democrats if they do that. Michelle Obama for president, Newsom as her running mate. No, he won't give up. He won't give up California for that. I don't think. Ben. good point. I like all these. these, these, these. It's, a, it's a good thought, but I don't know. I, I mean, I think Joe Biden is it. Somebody to ask anybody anymore. I think that either that or either the Arizona governor. Ooh. Oh, Katie Hobbs? Yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, that would be maybe disastrous, but I'm just saying. No, first, of all, they're not, first of all, they're not going to give up the governorship. They're not going to do that. Yeah, they're not going to give up the governorship. Yeah. Katie Hobbs would be 
actually a good song if I was Michelle Obama because she's super boring and incompetent. And they need so Arizona. Kind of like, like, like what we have now. Kind of like what we have now, except maybe worse. To, anyway. To steal Arizona, to steal the, the presidency, they're going to have to steal Arizona. And so um, I just don't see them giving that up. I just don't. Um, yeah. um, and, and, and she might not. She wouldn't care if they had a straight up vote. I don't know. You know, I, it, the, the dem- really, truly, what's interesting is here's what's interesting to me. The Republicans have a lineup of young people who could step up once they're vetted. The Democrats, man, they're, they're, they're all old. Gosh. Yeah, the people they keep putting up are old white men, and they act like they're the party of, you know, inclusivity and DEI and all that. It's like they, it's like they went to the nursing home and said, uh, "You can still walk." You, you see that Babylon B video? Yeah, they, yeah. they did. So they cool. said, "Dad, you're getting a little old, so we want you to to run the White House." Represent it. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> All right, so so you know, Charlotte asked me about that Fetterman. He goes and has a stroke, and then he comes out on the other side of it. He's conservative. Uh, you guys aren't buying that, right? No, no. I think he might have come out and said he had a near death experience. He came out the other side and said, "This is crazy." He might have had some sense because you know uh, he's he's calling out his team's blunders, um, but he's not conservative. No, no. no. He he didn't have to run for another. Four years, right? He's he's he just got right, elected. But, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll run him as you know a candidate or president. Well, it is interesting that medication work. He does appear to be back. Yeah, if that hits you, it's just interesting. If you have a stroke and you take get the medication quickly enough, you'll recover. Um, but anyway, I, I I don't I think he's I think he's just trying to make it where Pennsylvania can be Democrat again because I mean they got to steal the same five it appears to me uh, unless they have some I don't know about I mean they were trying to steal Texas but I don't think that's happening now did you see that Georgia is trying to do some major election reform now no yeah it's 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 early stages um you know here's the thing. Um, all right, Kemp is the uh, the governor. What's the name of the guy that's the voter guy? Raffensperger. Yeah. There's some there's some major pressure to get him out of there. Raffensperger. Yeah, the one. Huh? Yeah. To get who out? Raffensperger. Raffensperger. How do you say his name? Yeah. Okay. They're trying to get him out. So, and that's a lot of that Curry litigation that's going on down there on the those voting machines. Uh, they have you seen that, Ben? The, the litigation over no, the voting machine. All right, it's it's so funny. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast, but it's worth talking about again. So there's litigation that was starting way back that these machines are not you can't count on them, and literally that's a no, no pun intended. Um, the um, so so Dominion and was it Smartmatic or something like that? They say yeah, they, they say you can't you can't break into these machines. There's no way. So the expert for the people trying to say the machines aren't dependable comes in and it's time for him to demonstrate how you break into one of these machines. So they get a machine, random machine brought in, they set it up and they say, okay, now it can't be hacked. And so the expert goes to opposing counsel and says, may I borrow a pen? So he hands him a big pen and the guy walks over 
And in within 50 or seconds or a minute, he's he's breached the machine. Then he shows how a five dollar program can change the numbers on the machine and basically shows that these machine and then shows it can be done remotely. Uh, it's it's that that you could change who's winning. You could change all kinds of things in that machine very, very easily. And now the judge has heard all of this stuff, but. It's gone into the political arena saying we need to go to paper ballots. And so there is a move in in Georgia to go to paper ballots. Good. Now, purple thumbs. But does it does it turn into the it's a hanging chad deal again? This don't bring porn into this. Uh, it's not. But anyway, <laughs> um, I uh, no, I agree. Yeah, there's always. Yes, th- there are. Um, there are there's still going to be irregularities. No question about that, that there will still be some cheating, but it makes it so difficult that you can't shut down things and all of a sudden, all of a sudden win it. You see what I'm saying? Because you are counting as you go how many people actually showed up to vote. And if you make it, if you do it right, there will be some cheating. But that's when you can say that the cheating did not affect the election. All we got to do is run fair elections, I think, in Georgia, North Carolina, Arizona, Wisconsin. And this thing turns. Now, yeah. your Michigan, well, I think, is too far gone. Well, my thing, even even on, even if you did go and say that, I mean, they, the Democrats had to really, really, really cheat, I believe, this time, is the chances of a Democrat getting elected president if it, if it was a fair, fair election with the way this last administration and the way the Democratic Congress has abused the American citizens, is there any way in a fair election, say it, say it was a fair election of the Democrat, with the, with the state we're in right now, could a Democrat actually win? In a presidential election? Yeah. They will win. All right, here's the thing. I'm going to blow your mind. I have a different prediction now. It came to me this morning. There won't there won't be an election. That's they're setting us up that WEF, that World Economic Forum. They were talking about it. Well, there become a time. Santa Claus is on there. We won't need elections. We'll already know who wins. Well, this Iran thing, they're gonna they're gonna do something. They're gonna do something major. I don't know if it's a nuclear bomb on top of a city or what they do, but there will not be an election. That's my prediction. Wait, wait, barring God intervening, and I think that's not a, that's a, that's a big bar. I don't. I, don't, I think God can still intervene, but I, I really do. I think that's my prediction. And I put. I know I'm being way, way out there on this. Okay, I'm I'm way out there. I always say this is better. I'm not predicting it. I'm saying it's a real possibility. It's a real possibility. It's a real possibility. We don't even have an election. So, you know, all right, now listen, point of... It sounds sound about like just getting our bridge built. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, it's more likely that we'll, we'll have an election than the... Uh, than the the roads, roads and bridges getting finished. The Balkanville Expressway getting finished. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you know um, yeah, oh, so what was I going to ask you guys? Ah, there was one last real, real quick question what you guys thought of what do you think about my idea about no election Glenn? i know it's a it's a long shot i'm, I'm kidding about it a prediction of it so what do you do you, do you, you, know, put, do you put it past know. them do you put, to me you might 
You might be right. I would put it past them. I think if they try that, that's going to be too far for many males in the United States. All right. So, so these news cycles kind of they tick me off. You know, there's nothing going, nothing happened to those Epstein people. We knew that. We predicted that. They just let it go. Just let it run its cycle. Has the cycle already run on the on the what's going on in Texas? No, not yet. Because because they shut down that the, you know that big gas plant they were building in Cameron Parish over this. Um, my my question to you is: First of all, do you think that that's the FBI behind that trucker thing? Yeah, I, I do. do too, man. I hope your fear trucker do not fall for that. If you're if you drive, yeah, that, that's a op. That, and trust me, it looks organic, but I don't think it is. I think uh, it's 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 a way to spark conservative violence so they can have no election. Right now, now we 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 were going to cover it today, but but I have. I can't tell you how busy I am at work. I was working to what is it last night about ten? Is that when I told you I was shutting down? Yeah, I've been extremely busy at work. Um, the uh, but um, we were going to cover in the um, the litigation that took place that went all the way to the Supreme Court. We will cover it Monday. That's I could promise you that uh, we're going to do it Monday. We're going to cover what the litigation was at the district court level. If it's at the appellate and the Supreme Court, uh, I, I really don't know right now. Uh, Victoria has already studied it, so she's ready. Um, we will be discussing that with Victoria on Monday. Um, I, I that 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 litigation. Uh, I do do know this much. I've seen enough of it to know that the Supreme Court did just say that that you could not get an injunction against the federal government taking down those fences on federal property. Is what I understand. That's a very narrow thing. And I, again, can't emphasize to you guys, if you listen to this podcast enough, understand this. A ruling in law is one thing. You can get that. You can get damages. All right. But when you start saying that the federal government or the state government is going to make somebody do something, I'm going to make Ben eat cat food. That's not easy. That's very difficult. That's inequity. And it's very, very difficult to win those things. And so it's, it's I don't know what caused the Supreme Court to say, no, you're not going to get an injunction to get the federal government. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all because it's so hard to get an injunction. It's not easy to get a, a, a rule in equity. They don't, the judges don't like to tell people what they can and can't do. Do it. And if there's damages, sue for them. And so I don't know. So I'm guessing that that's all that happened. But I do want to know, aren't, aren't you interested to know where those properties were? Is it just Eagle Pass? Where is it? I'm interested to know all that, and we and, and, and Victoria has found the cases, so we'll be, we'll be ready for it on Monday. And, and this was one I was confused about. One is I thought states had the state constitution protecting them against the federal government stepping in and telling them how to run their state. Well, that's not what they did. That, in fact, just the opposite. That's the federal government stayed out of. I mean, excuse me, the federal court stayed out of it. All right, so the federal government does have immigration. They control immigration. Now, I don't think that means they control fences, okay? So that's why I think that I'm just guessing. This is an educated guess, but it's a guess. I'm guessing what happened was they said, we don't want the feds cutting our wires. All right, well, what, 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 what's, here's the thing. What are they doing to Texas? Oh, they are letting, they're letting in immigrants. Well, that's not Texas's real they don't have the right to control immigration. They have a right to put up fences, right? They can do that. 
but they can't arrest. They're not allowed to do that. Now they're doing it. And I don't, I don't blame them, but they, I can just tell you that's controlled by treaty. That's controlled. The immigration has to be by federal government. All right. That's fine. So, so if they, you put up a fence, Texas puts up a fence and the federal government comes and tears it up. What is the remedy? The remedy is damages. Fix my fence. You, Texas can't enforce immigration anyway. So they could just sue the federal government for tearing up their fence. Now, I'm guessing, guys, but I, that's what my, my educated guess is, that that's what happened. <laughs> the Supreme Court says, sue them. Get your money back. <laughs> that's what I think, because I don't think... How's Texas injured? They don't have the right to to um, to uh, enforce the border. Now, I I love what Paxton did. He said, "Well, we're at war. <laughs> There's an invasion of our southern border." I like it. I like it, but I don't know where that's heading. You know, but that's what we're going to cover Monday. I was wanting to do it today because of the you know it might not even be a thing because by 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 Sunday, um, Taylor Swift might break up with that communist that football player. And that's the news on Monday. Nobody wants to hear about the fence anymore. And, and see, that's my thing is that they put, because when I was down in Del Rio, where we, where we actually got the immigrants was two miles inside the Texas border, the state border. If they put a fence up across, let's say, half a mile inside Texas border, would, would I be going down there saying, you got to tear your fence down? He he can't. I, will he? Probably, but he has no authority to do that. That's the whole thing that I think that we're missing here, I, Ben. I don't think that the federal government had the right to tear that down. I don't think they did. So, but but Texas tried to do it with equity, and I don't think that they can do that because there's that you can. It, it, all right. So the deal is, you can't make somebody do something if it can be compensated with money. Well, yeah, if, if Texas did sue the federal government, would they? What are the chances of them winning a case like that for just damages? What do you think in Texas? <laughs> because well, it wouldn't be filed in Washington, D.C. It'd be filed in, in Texas court. What do you yeah. think? I think they have a great chance of beating them. So, so that's what I think. But I, I am guessing. that. But it's fun. This is going to be fun. We're going to see how close I get without having read any of it, how close I get to what's going on. But that would be my guess. If, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is if I were sitting on the Supreme Court, I'd I don't, without knowing anything more than I'm guessing, I might have gone with the liberals on this one because I'm going like, no, sue and damn, sue, sue for money. That, that's, that's, now, you know, I don't understand at all what's going on, how the rules really work on this invasion thing. I think Texas needed to do what they did. I think Paxton is an amazing man with a lot of courage and he has been vetted and, and, and Abbott as well. And all I can tell you is I'm happy they're doing it. I just don't know how constitutional it is, but, but that gum, what, you know, Biden should be impeached for not doing his job. Don't you think? But he's not going to be. No, he's not. And I'm afraid, I'm going to tell you what else I'm afraid of right now. We keep, they keep picking off our congressmen. We may not even have a majority by the time that election gets here. In the, in the house. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 you know, real, we gotta, we gotta get off this 28. We're, we're, we're well over our time. Um, here's the thing. Glenn is, and I've talked about this off, off the podcast, podcast, I think. Um, but there's that whistleblower 
who has confirmed that they're having orgies in Washington, D.C., and everybody doesn't realize they're being filmed. Why? How stupid is our ruling class to not know that? You know, but but apparently almost every I mean, there's there's tons and tons or many, many, many people have been compromised in Washington, D.C., and that's why you see them vote different from what they campaigned on. And so I guess what Glenn and I have come to the conclusion at our last lunch together, we came to the conclusion is that it's really just going to almost require the whole thing to crash because it's so it's so compromised. Now, I'm going to finish it with this because I Glenn actually gets to because he's going to tell you how not to take the black pill. But I'm going to tell you guys this, that I am a believer in Christ. I believe that God's got this thing under control. I believe that Jesus told us to pray, to defeat evil, to deliver us from evil. And I want us to deliver us from the evil of communism. I believe that this is a spiritual warfare that can be won. I think it will be won. Don't take the black pill. Don't give up. Keep listening. Keep you guys, if you're in the comrades and you want to send me things that you think I need to see to talk about on the podcast, I want to see them so I can pray about them. I doesn't mean I want you to stick your head in the sand, but don't take the black pill. It's not a hopeless. It's not hopeless at all. You know, I think that we could, we will still win this thing. I think that the United States is a Christian country, and I think that most of the people in this country do believe in God and believe that he can pull this thing off. But it might get ugly in between. But you know what? I don't think that, that God promised us a bed of roses, did he? No. But what can, how do you defeat the black, how do you defeat the black pill? Well, here's a great way to do it. There's many ways to do it. One's to not give up, but two, you could get over the Houghton and PJs, PJs and Houghton. Sorry, I said that backwards. Uh, and <laughs> get yourself a delicious cup of coffee, a boosted tea, uh, a cold brew. Uh, there's so many delicious things you could have. While you contemplate this, pray, openly pray in, uh, in, in the dining room, if you wish, and um, just have a wonderful time and feel the presence of the Lord like you would anywhere else. And then pray for our country in a wonderful environment with great coffee, uh, delicious breakfast, pastries, lunch, sandwiches, breakfast sandwiches, along with uh, wonderful, all natural Red Bull, and I'm, I'm and not just gonna, have a great day. I'm, I'm going to have. I, I, it may be about a job, but I'm going to uh, remind you over and over again. What special things do you have for the Mardi Gras festival season? Oh, we have many things. One is Zaps Chips has a Mardi Gras flavor now that we have, as long as well as the King Cake lattes. In cake in general, we even have a no low carb or a gluten free king cake as well. If, if you're watching your gluten and uh, the delicious cold and hot king cake lattes and uh, drinks. Well, there we go. You know, I, I tell you what, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't like paying for my gluten, so I'm glad it's gluten free. There you go. All the gluten's free in it. Hey, Ben, thanks for coming on, buddy. I'm glad that you came on today, Glenn. Thank you. Um, And we will be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking about, oh, man, we're going to be talking about just how much, how often should we be meeting for Christian Christians? How often should they be meeting for Bible study and for purposes of evangelizing? Jim has got some 
interesting, if not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not just interesting, out there. <laughs> you know, he, 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 he genuinely believes we're not doing enough. And so uh, I thought it was a, I, I think it's going to be a very good conversation. We'll have Pastor Chris on there and, and appreciate everybody listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with that. And then Technology Thursday and then uh, Conspiracy Friday. Conspiracy Friday. We got lots of them we can talk about. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Sure.